0: Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. All right, friends, good morning, good morning, okay, so I want to start this morning, I want to talk about the first reading that we just heard for Mass today. The first reading comes from the first letter of St. John, right? St. John. John, who was John? So John was one of the apostles. He was the brother of James. He was one of Jesus' apostles that he called. He was one of the fishermen, right? So John becomes known in the gospel. He's one of the gospel writers. He writes the gospel of John. In the gospels, he's known as the beloved disciple. He was the one who sat next to Jesus at the Last Supper, right next to him. He was the one who, unlike all the other apostles... After Jesus gets arrested and he begins to suffer his passion, all the other apostles run for their lives. They run away. John didn't. John stayed. John was with Jesus at the foot of the cross, with Mary, watching the whole thing happen, right? John was there. John was on Calvary, on Good Friday, with Jesus as he's offering his life as he's dying. John saw Jesus suffer. John saw Jesus die. John was there as he helped Jesus bring Jesus' body off the cross. He was part of the team that helped wrap him in the the linen cloth. He was one of the people who helped put Jesus' body in the tomb. John was one of the ones who helped seal the tomb with the huge rock. And John was also the one who two days later, when Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb and she looks inside and she doesn't see his body, she comes running back to the apostles. She tells Peter and John, she says, they've taken his body. We don't know where he is. John and Peter go running to the tomb John gets there first because he's younger than Peter. John looks inside and he sees the burial cloth. So the cloth that wrapped Jesus' body, he sees that cloth empty. No body inside. And it's John who's the first one to believe in the power of the resurrection. Right? John was the first one to know. He looked and believed it says, right? This is John. So all the other apostles, <clears throat> all the other apostles as the Christian church begins to spread, Right? So they're all going to all different parts of the world. John is the last one to survive of the original 12. John's the, he's the oldest one. He's the last one to survive. And let's just consider for a moment, by the time that he's writing this letter to this Christian community, what he has seen. So John saw the resurrection. He saw Jesus. He saw the coming of the Holy Spirit. He saw the apostles go out to begin to preach. And then he saw his friends, the apostles, one by one, begin to be killed for the faith. He saw Peter get crucified upside down. He saw saw Stephen get stoned to death by Saul, who becomes St. Paul. He sees his brother get killed. He sees Andrew get killed. He sees all the other apostles suffer martyrdom. Say martyrdom. Martyrdom. It means to offer your life and witness. He sees his friends, these apostles, be killed by the Romans, the same Romans who killed Jesus. He sees them trying to eliminate the church. And now you have John, in his old age, writing to this other community these words that we just heard. John, think about this. He has seen the church. He has seen his friends get put to death. He has seen just terrible, awful things. And John has the boldness to say this, the victory that conquers the world is our faith. The victory that conquers the world is our faith. Everyone say faith. Faith. Say it like you mean it. The victory that conquers the world is our faith, is what John says. Friends, it doesn't seem like it. Right? It seems like the world is more powerful. It seems like the world, with its leaders and its armies and its power and its bombs and guns, it seems like the world is more powerful. What does Jesus say? Do not be afraid. I have overcome the world. Friends, our faith, our Christian faith, do you know how awesome it is to be a Christian? Do you know how awesome our faith is? Do you know how awesome it is that you're in a Catholic school, that you get to learn this faith, that you get to come to Mass as part of your school? Do you know how awesome this faith is? Our faith conquers the world. Our faith conquers the world. Our faith is the most powerful thing in the world. Armies are powerful. Bombs are powerful. Guns are powerful. They are nothing compared to the faith. The faith conquers the world. Where are my seventh graders at? Seventh grade, where are you? Seventh grade, okay. Just the other day, when I was with you guys on Tuesday, let's see if you remember. I was talking to you guys about the gospel. We were talking about how the gospel is the antidote to our deepest human fear of what? Who remembers? Sebastian. Exactly. The gospel is the antidote, the remedy, the medicine for our deepest human fear, which is death. Every fear in the world, everything that people are afraid of, ultimately it's a fear of death. And what if, what if there is a person in this world who beat death? The thing that we are most afraid of, the thing that everyone is most afraid of, what if there is a guy who defeated death? Wouldn't you want to know about it? Yes or no? Say it like you mean it. If there is a person who beat death, I want to know him. Because I don't know anybody else who beat death. What we believe as Christians is that guy, that Jesus who was put to death, who was buried in the ground, he didn't stay dead. He went through death like walking through it to the other side through a door. He destroyed death. He destroyed death. Which means that the thing that scared us the most doesn't have power anymore. The early Christians, they would say all the time, death. Where is your sting? Like mocking death, they would mock it. Death, where is your victory? Where is your victory? You have nothing. You have nothing. We are connected to the one who beat death. Our faith, friends, our faith conquers the world. Our faith conquers the world. The world says to you, the world says to me, the world says to us, look, your life is meaningless. Your life is pointless. Your life has no point, no meaning, no value. Like, there's no such thing as good. There's no such thing as evil. You're born, you live, you die, that's it. No one cares. It doesn't matter. You don't matter. That's what the world says. Our faith says the opposite. Our faith says, no, 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 no. You matter. You matter. You matter so much that God made a whole universe so that you could exist. You are a unique, say unique. Unique. You are unrepeatable, say unrepeatable. Unrepeatable. You are irreplaceable, say irreplaceable. irreplaceable. You are unique, you are unrepeatable, and you are irreplaceable. There has never been another you, there will never be another you. You are the only one. And God looks at you and says, you matter to me. You matter to me. I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you. I have a mission for you. Your life matters. Friends, our faith, that's what our faith tells us. Our faith conquers the world. The world tries to control us through fear. I mean, who here's ever been afraid of something? Yeah, me too, right? When I was a little kid, I used to be so afraid of the basement, right? Lights turn off, right? You're in the basement doing something, and you turn the lights off, and you sprint upstairs real fast. Anybody else do that? Yeah. Right? I used to be afraid of the dark in the basement. And I'm still kind of afraid of the dark sometimes, I'll just tell you. I used to be really, really afraid. I still am kind of afraid of spiders, right? We all have different fears. We all have different fears. And the world tries to control us through fear, telling us you need to be afraid of this, you need to be afraid of this, you need to be afraid of this, you need to be afraid of this. this. Well, guess what? Our faith conquers the world. Our faith conquers the world. You know how many times Jesus says, how many times God says in the Bible, do not be afraid? Anybody know? I'll just tell you. The phrase do not be afraid appears in the Bible, in this book, 365 times. 365, what does that remind you of? What else do you know is 365? Aiden. A year. You think it's a coincidence that 365 times God says in the Bible, do not be afraid. You know why? Because we need to hear every single day, you have nothing to fear. You don't have to be afraid. Yeah, there's things in the world that are scary and big, but you don't have to be afraid. Jesus is not telling us, he's not saying, don't feel the emotion, that's not what he's saying. He's saying, don't let it control you don't let it control you. And the reason why he's saying don't let it control you is because he's looking at you and me. He's saying, don't let it control you because I am stronger than all the big and scary things. Jesus is saying, don't let it control you because I am stronger than all the monsters and I beat them. I'm stronger than death. I'm stronger than the thing that you're most afraid of. He says, don't be afraid because I am stronger. And not only am I stronger, he says, and I am with you. He doesn't abandon us. He's never left us alone. He says, I am with you. That's why you shouldn't be afraid. And he says, don't be afraid because I'm working the plan out. Like, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention to your life. I see all the details. I'm paying attention I'm working it out, and it's going to be good. Believe me, it's going to be good. That's what he promises. That's what, our God, that's what God promises you. We have a God who makes promises. He's promising you, I'm working it out. Your life is going to be good. Just trust me. Trust me. You can trust me, which is why we don't have to be afraid. Friends, our faith, our Christian faith, our Catholic faith, our faith conquers the world. Our faith is the most powerful thing we have. And we're here today to remind ourselves these things. We need to be reminded, yeah, there might be scary things out there. We don't have to be afraid. Because Jesus is with us. He's conquered death. He's stronger than all the scary things. He's with us. Amen.